Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by a couple of very funny people today. Oh, yeah. Which weren't us, obviously. <laughs> um, Mark Steele, comedian, Palace fan, cricket fan. Yes. He was on good four form. Four days. Four, four days, days, he tells us about it. He got four oh, days of tickets. Amazing. Thanks to a former England player in one case. Um, and Maisie, Maisie Adam, Adam yes. came on. And we, had a bit of a, we had a bit she, of a yeah. spooky moment with yeah. Maisie. <laughs> she did. was talking women's football in Leeds. And we had a bit of a chat. I think we came up with two of the best <coughs> merch ideas yeah. for any club ever. Two very good business ideas we're taking, we're taking into football's den. And here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good to see you. Good afternoon. Let's nice start with, I mean, with uh, Talkie United. I, yes. As I said, sadly, because he, you and the producer, I find myself following their, yeah. their results on a Saturday afternoon. Saw yeah. you were 2-0 up at Dover. Yeah, whip it, the whipping boys of the division, Dover. You yeah. Mean. Um, on the first day of the season when half their players hadn't met each other mm. before. and They and they, they still they, found a way to pull it back to 2-2 still, still two, two, two against your mob. Still managed to pull a 2-all draw out of the 2-0 up after 12 minutes. Yes, Paul. Wow. Uh, but that's the National League view. The National League South, in fact. Now. Yeah, so, uh, the National League South. We shall see. Look, it's early in the season. We're undefeated. Yeah. I don't know if you saw Notts County and Wrexham's welcome to the yeah. to the Football League. Sure. It's like Truro 151. Yeah. Ivor Dudney will be pleased. Get on. Ivor Dudney. <laughs> Truro City was on. <laughs> Fantastic. They'll, they'll be all right. They'll Good. be enjoying it. So, um, I understand you playing cricket at the weekend, Played Charlie. Cr- a bit of cricket, a bit of Sunday cricket. Because it's still the cricket season, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Looking, I was looking at it Saturday thinking, well, we're never playing. With that weather, on, and then Sunday, the sun came out. Yeah, just beautiful blue skies where I live. Nice. Playing in the next village along, we were with it. It has a very nice pub. Yeah, and uh, uh, everybody turned up. All the teams turned up. Absolutely brilliant. 142, we set them to win, and I thought that's not quite enough off 35 overs, and we won with an edge to slip in the last over. Oh, Can you imagine there being anything nicer than that on a Sunday? And my son played as well. Only the second time he's ever played in the team. Oh. But he played as well. He scored he... two. I scored two, and he also scored two. So I was quite pleased about that. A good cricketer. Yeah. good cricketer. But uh, I, I had summer. I had, I had um, uh, three overs. Three overs. Yeah. But I wanted to set a text topic, Paul, which was... I had uh, I, First over, I, I got bold a maiden. Second over, I went for about three. And then the final over, I went for 19. The bloke started opening his shoulders. Oh, He'd worked no. me out. Got yeah. smacked for 19. So I messaged, uh, I waved at the skipper, about four balls in, take me off, hmm. take me off. So I wondered if we could do as the... Te- I took myself off. I took myself I off. I took myself... I knew for the team, Paul, yeah. I wasn't helping the team. 
No. Just my nice Sunday afternoon turning my arm was not helping the team. So I thought I took myself off was pretty good. That's beautiful, Charlie. Yeah, OK, we'll have yeah. some of that. OK, we'll you? take some of those today. Yeah, why not? Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TSH&J. Uh, also, uh, you found something on Twitter. as a Chelsea fan called Jamie who said oh, yeah. while he was out in uh, on holiday in Spain in Mallorca, he decided to take notes anytime he saw a top, a towel or a tattoo. Uh, the three T's, the magic three T's of football. Exactly, yeah. I've got my three T's. I've got the top, I've got the towel, I've got the tattoo. Yeah, you can get all that in the club shop. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, well, why? That's, do you know what? Don't you think some clubs are missing a trick? That's a good idea, Paul. Don't you think no, I've just of... said that. That is yeah. some merch they the should club, be doing. The club tattooist, Daniel Levy's probably on holiday in America listening in the beats to see if I'm going to be bad-mouthing him again. And he's he's just written this that. Is, he's uh, written that on... He's just, just phoned the office and said... Back of the megastore, club tattooist. I mean, why reserve else... keep reserve keeper in their downtime? What could be learning to be, learning to be a tattooist? One of the youth players, exactly. All the footballers, they all have a tattoo. You Imagine, can pra- practice on them. Do bad tats. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the youth players. Yeah, but yeah. as a mark of you know, you just welcome to the club. Go and have your tattoo with the third keeper. Yeah. He's over there. He keeps his gloves the on, club, don't worry. The club tattoo. Club tattoo. What a lovely well, idea. Jamie decided, and it's a very unscientific poll, oh. but um, it's not surprising, really, that in terms of uh, towels, tops and tattoos, the, the top clubs were Man United, Liverpool, Newcastle yeah. were very popular. Well, well, more merch is available, isn't In it? the championships, quite interesting. Rotherham, Stoke, Swansea, Cov... Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, Huddersfield, QPR, Borough, Birmingham, Sheffield, Wednesday. This is just a straw poll of a week in okay in um, Mallorca. Towels are most. I reckon. I reckon of those things. I reckon it's quite tough to get hold of a Rotherham towel. Well, not. I wouldn't think so in the club okay, shop. Okay, well, have a let look, me I'll have a look, look in a minute. Okay, you Google it. Rotherham Google towel. It. Do you think we can get that? a ninety-two? Hello, love. I'm Rotherham <laughs> towel. <laughs> yeah, Rotherham. You can get all sorts of Rotherham towels. Um, okay. Uh, you can get one that says Miller men, Miller men. The more they try to put us down, the more we rise again. That's a towel. Dry yourself on that. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> you can have Rotherham 1990 retro towels, the 1990 oh, shirt nice. with Parkgate retail weld on it. Of course, they do half and half towels, don't they? Like, like they do half and half scarves. <laughs> now, there's another great merch idea. You know, how you have a, uh, one, some towels are yeah. white on the top, Paul, for your top half, and they're brown for the. Bottom half. Have you seen those towels? Put the half and half towel. You could do that with the round for the bottom the, half. That's what people say. You know which bit of the quite, towel to quite use. Practical. So you don't use the bottom half on your face, basically. Oh. But what they could do with that? Part, well, if you did, you'd be in the madhouse. <laughs> but a half you? and half towel is a great idea with yeah. with your club and your most hated club as the bottom half of the towel. Oh yeah, what a great idea. And you can yeah, that's a very good idea. Um, twenty five quid. Uh, the item is only available in one oh, size okay. colour. It is the uh, Rotherham United RUFC the Miller's Towel. Miller's Towel, Beach Towel. Yeah, I, quite, I do like that one. Um, when I was young, my father said, Son, I have something to say. I, I better be careful reading. I don't think you can finish that. Can you? I don't think yeah. you can finish that. I'll never forget that my dying day said, Son, you are a Rotherham fan. And that's always oh, right. on the board, oh, basically. It could have oh, been worse. Okay. It's not my it's old man. Wash him, it's not my old man. Be, be a Rotherham fan. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get that on a towel, can you? Anyway, sightings. We're looking for sightings yeah. of unlikely. I was telling uh, Charlie earlier on, it went to Hong Kong in 1990, having a little wander about, absolute middle of nowhere, yeah. up in the hills by the airport. So wandering about, no one's around at all. Take a sharp left. Whoa, there's a bloke in front of me. He's come from nowhere through the trees. Yeah. Bit scary. You, know, you don't see... Exp- no, no. I've not seen a soul up there for an hour and a half. Yeah. 
Oldham Athletic shirt. Just wandering about up there. Let's on, huh, yeah, mate? Even scarier. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, unlikely sightings. We'll have oh, some of those. That, yeah. uh, Middle of nowhere and you and, see a... And the know. club tattooist. I mean, that a is club quite... tattooist in a half-and-half half town. We're absolutely fixing if, I mean, also, because you today. are... T- at least the club tattooist, you'd get a modicum. They'd know what the players look like. Yeah. They'd know what the crest was. They'd have templates. Because you can go to some... After a win... You get some quite shonky football tattoos because people don't quite know, do you? The club tattooist was sat there after a win. People would go in, they'd be queuing up for the bloke's name and score or whatever. Yeah, Fantastic. It's preying on people maybe when they've had a drink or the the euphoria of having a win. So they think, I don't know, let's say... Stefan Freund never scored for Tottenham, but if he did, or John Jensen at Arsenal. That day after John Jensen scored... (laughs) They all would have been queuing for the John Jensen tattoo. John Jensen tattoo. I want me. Jo- yeah, they were just anyway on your on your knuckles. John Jensen. Yeah, that's it. Um, Talksport.com, Text eighteen eighty nine. Tweet TS there's, eighteen. There's, there's six letters in Jensen. So if yeah, sign for Norwich City. It would have been fine. Look, there we are. I said that. No one else. All right, Charlie. I, I can only. The, the, we'll have trouble with the old East Anglian. Um, I can only. I am. I'm touring to Norwich. If anyone's coming, and take it up. And that was a very poor joke, Charlie. <laughs> And the East Anglian transmitter's gone very quiet. All right, I'll say, uh, if they're Truro City, if they're travelling to Truro... No, don't don't lose any uh, more Plymouth Argyle, Plymouth Argyle, there we are. Well done to them Saturday. That that clearly makes it better. Uh, Sorry, Josh, if you're listening. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The three T's, the top, the towel, the tattoo. Steve, the Wimbledon fan, says, I've got the three T's for the Green Bay Packers. Have you got the three T's? Yeah, 81089. Let us know. Thank you, Steve. Um, Half and half towel, how ludicrous. My backside is... There was more respect than being. I, I can't. Yeah, okay. He's a, he's a Newcastle. He's a fan. Newcastle. He doesn't fan. want to wipe his bum with a Sunderland towel. He, do, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. It's no. a good idea, though, isn't it? It, it? It's a marketing, yeah, idea. It certainly is. Charlie, you can be knocking him out uh, outside the Torquay ground. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. England are already there, of mm. course. The Lionesses. Easy, um, wasn't it? Easy, stress-free. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, Colombia uh, await after their win against Jamaica earlier on. Here are the thoughts on that. She's doing a podcast, Big Kick Energy, with uh, Susie Ruffle at the moment. Yeah, it's very good. It is comedian and Leeds fan, Maisie Adam. Hi, Maisie. Hey, Maisie. Hello, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're not, we're not too bad. I thought something weird happened. We, got a ma- we seem to get a male voice at the start of... What, that, that, <laughs> You ever heard the beginning of 1999 by Prince? It sounded like that. It was a bit. Anyway, I wonder what happened. That's anyway, Maisie. I'm sure it was just a one-off. So yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it was. It was suddenly. We'll play it back to you later on. It sounded like something from The Exorcist. Are we being haunted by the ghost of Prince? I think maybe we are. Maybe we are. That's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it was. It was a stressful old game that yesterday, wasn't it? Honestly, like I, I, it happens every tournament, doesn't it? It gets tense. But yesterday was unreal. Mm. Like I, I was, I was, I, I, I'm hesitant to say it, but I, I, I'd kind of sort of prepared for disappointment. We were recording the podcast straight after the game, and I was starting to think, how are we going to try and sort of sound, you know, still upbeat and positive about the tournament as a whole. Because it felt like the writing was on a wall. It felt like it felt like for most of the game, especially when it was in open play, that it was a time bomb, didn't it? Mm. Until Nigeria sealed the deal. Yeah. It seemed to have worked us out. They seemed to have uh, seen the three-five-two and 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 yeah. known exactly how to play it. And and when you were watching them off the ball as well, they were so tight on the forward players yeah. all, all the time. Yeah. They, they they. I mean, 
it Co- was, no, it, the coach it, did a number it, on it, us. In, in, in many job. ways, it was, a, it, was a, it was a real shame they didn't go through because they were so good. Oh, they were robbed. I'll be the first to say they were like they were. They were. It was daylight robbery, and and I really feel for Nigeria because they fought so hard to to get that far through the 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 competition. This would have been only the second time they got to a quarter final, and they deserve to get there, if not further, in this tournament. So it was it was a shame, really. Like it wasn't. I don't think it was a win that like we particularly expected or mm. overly enjoyed. We'd have preferred a different way of winning, but. We're through. We're through. We had a few, a few too many five and sixes out of ten, didn't we? Really, mm. I think th- throughout yeah. throughout the team, other than obviously Mary Earps, who can do no wrong in anybody's eyes. You know, uh, it was Lauren Hemp's yeah. birthday as well, Maisie. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yes. I was, I, was yeah. watch, I was watching with my daughter, who's seven, and she said that she thought it was a shame that she had to play on her birthday. She felt. <laughs> She felt sorry for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd be fuming if I had to play 90 minutes of football at that level against Nigeria on my birthday. An Aperol spritz and some birthday cake is way more up my street. It would spoil it, wouldn't um, it? So we now yeah, know it yeah. is Colombia, don't we? Um, it wasn't much of a game this morning. It was a tough old watch. I mean, Jamaica, you know, tried to negate them. Um, yeah. And they, they, you know, they couldn't keep it up for the 90 minutes. Uh, but... They're a good side, you know, they've got good players. We've seen that already in the tournament. They can score goals out of nothing. It's going to be another tough game, I think. Yeah, the one to watch with Colombia is that Linda Caicedo. Yeah. Absolutely unreal. Um, and, and again, like, I, I know a lot's been said about this, but I think it's worth mentioning that Linda Caicedo over the last few years, she was she was she missed the first, like the majority of her season in the 2020 uh, season for Go undergoing chemo. She had a brain tumor. She's so young. She's like 18 years old, going through all of this. Um, then she wins La Liga the next year. Then she signs for Real Madrid this year. Like she's had the comeback of all comebacks from what must be a, a, a horrific thing to go through. And she's having the tournament of her life. Mm. She scored that absolute screamer against Germany. Um, so it's 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 been an unreal tournament for so many reasons, not just the the stuff on the pitch, but kind of all of their stories as well. Mm-hmm. And like, even, even when we talk about Jamaica there, like I think what's been so fun about it all is the, we've seen these, these, you know, sort of smaller, lesser resourced nations in terms of football really breaking through. And a lot of the big dogs going home, these shock exits of yeah, USA, yeah. of Germany, of Brazil, it keeps it on. It's, it makes the tournament more interesting. There was a time where for so long, it was just the USA and friends having a kick about. And now mm. it's this, Anything can happen tournament, which is what you want from a, a World Cup. It's what you want from tournament football. No, absolutely. You, you want the depth and, and you almost want yeah. all of the money to be spread evenly around the world. So exactly. It, so, exactly. The, so the countries can sort of do their own development as well, don't they? 100%, Charlie, yeah. Um, yeah. You've dragged Susie Ruffle into football in your podcast, Big Kick Energy. Susie's never, never been a massive uh, football fan before, has she? But this I know, is it. I know you've dragged her into that and she's, and she's A, addicted and in pure hell now. I know, I know. I feel, I feel quite proud. I, I feel like I, I had that thing with Catherine Ryan where I kind of got mm. her as on board as you can get Catherine Ryan on board with sport. But Susie, Susie's really taken to it, and she's, um, yeah, she was quite stressed actually after <laughs> we did the record after yesterday's game, and she, um, she'd struggled to sleep the night before the, oh, wow. the match, and then she'd cried the morning of the match watching it. Um, and she's really, really invested now. And I think that's that's a real testament again to this tournament is its inclusivity. Like whether you're somebody like me who's, who's a diehard football fan 
or if you're more like Sue's where this is a really good way to get into it without kind of I think mm. a lot of it as well is you can feel like we were talking about it, Susie and I, and Susie was saying that sometimes with something as universally talked about and, and watched as, as as football, you can feel quite stupid for asking the elementary questions. And I think that's something that doesn't feel as much of a barrier in the women's game because it's only just starting to get the platform and recognition and profile that it deserves. So there's a lot of people getting on board with it for the first time, whereas I suppose in the men's game, people can feel quite worried about asking elementary questions for being ridiculed because it's something that will you should have just grown up with it's always Mm. been around whereas the women's game people are people for a lot of people this will be the first summer that they've really really got into world cup fever with the women's game now you had two days of footballing hell because the day before you watch your team rain down 25 shots on the cardiff goal (laughs) and not couldn't score the equalizer to the 95th minute that was the most Leeds game I think I've watched for, for for years. I was I was fuming, and then out of nowhere, finally, Somerville finds the net. After um, I I feel so conflicted with Somerville all the time. I'm I'm so he's a fantastic player, and sometimes I'm thinking just pass, just pass. But then if he has enough goes on goal, he does get it in the end like that. So. It was very Leeds, ninety fifth, ninety sixth minute, something mm. like that. Unreal. Um, before we let you go, we will play you that uh, what happened at the top of the show. So uh, yeah, oh, this, great stuff. have a listen to this, uh, Maisie. This is what we heard. Here we go. It is comedian and Leeds fan Maisie Adam. Hi, Maisie. Hey, Maisie. Hello, Hello guys. How are you? <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, no, don't like yeah. that. <laughs> Next don't series like of Uncanny. If you played that back, that's gonna haunt me. Wow. Hey, who was it? Just <laughs> hear what it again. Let's hear it just once more. One more time. Let's have it once more. It's quite scary, isn't it? Marla Hello, Pot. guys. How are you? What do you think, Marla Pot? He's no, in the. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> lads. Thanks for having me, but I won't be on again. He's in the room with you. Who is it? He's yeah. in the room with you. Was he? Wow. If you look behind you, we can see you on the monitor. And there's a. Yeah. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, somebody in your house is currently going to a fancy dress party dressed as someone from the 17th century. Yeah. Oh God! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna freak out now. I'm gonna go through and watch the rest of France Morocco because you've you've got me on edge now. I think yeah. it was just a technical glitch. Don't have nightmares as they used yes. to say. Yeah, uh, Maisie, thanks so much. Big yeah. Kick Energy is available everywhere. I'm assuming. Yes, everywhere. Good stuff. We'll catch up with you soon, Maisie. Thanks very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. There's Maisie Adam there and and her friend. uh, Whoever that was. Lord Buckingham. (laughs) (laughs) Who used to own the house that she lives in now. France have just bought Cascarino on, so that's good, isn't it? Big Cass has come on. All elbows. Fantastic. All Great elbows. to see Tone. Good to see Tone <laughs> in the Women's World Cup. <laughs> Finally got on him. I don't know if there is any link. I don't know if he looked into that because he did play in France for a while, didn't he? He did, yeah. You know, I don't know if that's a little... Okay. Nudge yeah. that you way. Are, you're on fire today, Charlie, aren't you? <laughs> am I getting in trouble, yeah. am I? Oh, I'm in God. trouble, am I? You haven't stopped. Uh, Joe in Doncaster. Norwich, Plymouth, <laughs> Truro. Truro, Truro oh, yeah. That's just... Oh, the the rap, new music. Your rap sheet today, mate, is <laughs> the, the just... The new music. It's just getting longer by the minute. Joe in Doncaster says, the dual towel is a great idea because mm. you can say, sell the same towel... Uh, to to both teams, yeah, that's true. you know the, if you have a Liverpool Everton towel, then they yeah. can just turn it up one way or the other. It's a great. I wish I'd wish I'd. Have you got the three T's? We've happened inadvertently yes. across the three T's of football fandom: the towel, the tattoo, 
and the top. You have to have all three. Um, do let us know. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet TS8 and J. Will from Leicester took himself off. Oh, good. Um, it says here, playing for my Sunday league team, Knight and FC, I, I came uh, hung over, so I did uh, what we all would and said I had a tight hamstring. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> okay. well done. Very yeah. nice, yeah, very I've good. I've a, a fantastic story of a professional footballer at a Premier League club turning Ooh. up straight from a night out, went on to the training ground oh, yeah. and decided he was going to blag it and he was going to be fine. Stumbled around like an old drunk, <laughs> which was effectively what he was, with all his teammates <laughs> laughing at him. Yeah. And then the manager told him, get off and go and get a shower. Oh. I mean, I'm sure there's been millions of stories like that. this building the, no, 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 no. It was a later vintage than, oh, okay. uh, than one or two of the ones in, in this building, but it was yeah, yeah let's just say it was yeah, a I'm sure I can't imagine he's a, the first or the only he was a player of the 90s oh, okay, who wow. had uh, yeah straight like out that. of a cab look like that thing. do you know like where the flies are buzzing round their head <laughs> yeah. it's like that straight put his <laughs> kit on the, on we go they were getting players one of the players who played in that training session was marking him and he said I got drunk by osmosis <laughs> yeah we've all done well was I don't to drive done it, home Paul. after marking him I did a morning I did a half past ten in the morning panto like that once did you really yeah didn't I mean, like Will Ferrell being sick into your own head hadn't been home oh okay. not very good Charlie <laughs> anyway are. thanks to Maisie the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Sam Billings will be joining us oh, yeah. a little bit later on for Lovely. a chat, see what he made of the ashes. Yeah. We're based other things. I've wishing he was playing, Paul. Well, I probably would oh, be. I wonder if you wish, wonder if you wish it so much that you can't watch it. You think, I'm not going to watch it. Like, throw your toys. No, I think you think, 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 think you watch it. I think he's bigger than that. I'd have done that better. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find we'll out. Find out. He doesn't even know what the score was. Yeah, yeah, yeah imagine yeah. that. We'll hear what yeah. happened. Oh, what happened? I don't know what happened. Yeah, so yeah, I've not yeah. really been following it. That <laughs> would be I don't follow on. cricket. Is it still on? <laughs> Mark Steele has joined us yes, in the studio. Is, a man yeah, who yeah. is a Palace fan, comedian, writer, 
um, podcaster. A man Kent also as well, which is why uh, yeah. Sam Billings is familiar to me. That's right. You are a big cricket fan as well, Mark, aren't you? So um... I went to the last four days of the Oval. It was fantastic. Wow. Four days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the first time I've ever been to four days in a row of a Test match. How did you? How did you was that in the ballot? Or are you incredibly no, lucky? I was in just balance? incredibly lucky with being able to wangle tickets. You know, there was sort of I just got invited by various wow. people. And uh, I ended up in the... Oh, this is a terrible start to this. this is so name-dropping. So I ended up in a pub <laughs> okay. with Phil Tufnell Ooh, oh, uh, yeah. on the yeah. Sunday night. And uh, he was going, you're going tomorrow, aren't you? You're going tomorrow. And I, was, I was going, oh, I haven't got a ticket. Oh, you'll be able to get one, won't you? You'll be able to sort one out. You've got to go tomorrow. So, uh, and then I, um, Andy Zaltzman sorted me one out. So I went oh. and saw the last day. Yeah, it was fantastic. I would say, like, the, people who moan about cricket being pointless... Mm. I used to do a joke about it. Go, well, of course it's pointless. All sport is pointless. What sort of sport has a point? International shopping. Or at least if you lose, you've got all your onions for the week. <laughs> but but it did feel pointless when I was there. On the, It was pouring. It was yeah. about an hour before the last day was started. Mm. All the previous day had been washed out pretty much. And I thought, this does not add to the argument that this is worthwhile and then what yeah. happened? Then what happened yeah, was that uh, England yeah. won the game in the Paid evening off, after a yeah. four-hour break with mm. Stuart Broad in his very last game, taking the last two wickets. Did people Amazing. go home? I, mean, I wonder if there are people out there who thought, we're not going to see any play. Uh, I'll give it a swerve. I wonder, did you feel like there were fewer people there when play finally did get underway or mm, not? Never or... occurred to me. No, I didn't. I don't think that. No. I think that if you're used to going to the cricket, yeah. you're used to it. Raining, that's part of it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, that's, and then it uh, eventually it clears up and they come out and they very, very, and then they say, oh, it's now bright sunshine. The field's completely dried up. <laughs> now we're having tea. Yeah, I think, I think, um, yeah. I think umbrellas should be banned for people who go to cricket because <laughs> it's when they put the umbrellas up. That's annoying, isn't it? You know, yeah. but keep your umbrella down. Keep your don't, umbrella don't, down. Don't tell the umpires. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because the umpires are going to, they won't have noticed it's raining. No, no don't yeah. tell They're them it's too raining. concentrating that's on true, the. Because that's how yeah. we know, isn't it? We'll go to John Norman and say, I've seen, I've seen a few umbrellas. <laughs> Oh, grass. Right. You grass! You grass! You, you quizzling! <laughs> You're exactly the same as the Patan traitors in France with your umbrella. I absolutely agree. I went and watched a, a T in the early days of T20. I think they decided that you know rain. Who cares about rain? Who cares about you know carving up the wicket? But they, um, I went and watched a, an Essex Middlesex game at, at Southgate, one of the sort of outgrounds oh, that I Middlesex know, yeah, used yeah. to use. Yeah. And it was quite clear. I think it was captain in Middlesex. It might have been Owen Morgan very early. I don't know. But him and Ronnie clearly decided, even though it was absolutely hammering down, right. a lot of people had turned up. This was the all-new 2020, and they were not going to walk <laughs> off. And it was bucketing down. Yeah. They're still out there. But it's like Derek Underwood. was. They should have got him to come back on again. It was. It was should have different gear, a different ball for the wet. Oh, like know. in motor racing. Exactly, just different stuff. Get the yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, ball. they're going in for the... Get yeah, the for the, for the wet ball. clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get the galoshes. Get yeah. the cricket galoshes out. But no, it was it was fantastic sport, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was absolutely, absolutely glorious. And it's so brilliant that everybody sort of gets it. Hmm, you know, yeah. so because you've got to know the nuances of it. I can understand that it's it's complicated. I mean there was one there was a woman sat behind me one day and it was when Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad were batting at ten and eleven hmm. on that fourth morning. And they, they neither of them wanted to get any runs uh, uh, for reasons that are so complicated. If you're not, if you're not a cricket fan, 
And there was a woman behind me, sort of asking, who didn't know cricket at all, asking what. And I said, "You're, I'm sorry, you're just going to have to accept this is mad." <laughs> so they could both have taken a single. Neither one of them wanted to take a single because mm. they were both happy at the end they were in. Yeah. For a bizarre, baseball, culty, crazy reason, mm. let's do the thing no one's expecting. Yeah. Mm. Let's play in suits of armour. <laughs> let's bowl from a hot air balloon or ride onto the field on a horse or a camel. No one's expecting. That, yeah, which is why I, you know, I love it. I adore Stokes because I think it's just, yeah, let's do. No yeah. one's expecting that's bowl underarm. Let's send <laughs> Moe and Ali's mum out. It's like when it's like um it's like when Johnny Cash made that album with Ruben. Yes, you yeah. I think it is <laughs> it's exactly the same. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's yeah, like yeah. For, for like we all know what we were expecting from Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. or um. Bob Dylan's Christmas well, album. Exactly, you know. And then it's all the, of a sudden... It's Basball. It's a different Well, I think the producer. Johnny Cash thing is more Basball. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, a, a hip-hop, the premier hip-hop producer it, it, yeah. making four or five Johnny Cash albums. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. have you wouldn't have thought that, would yeah. you? So Rick Rubin is, I'm sure he's aware that he's very much the Ben Stokes. <laughs> of, Put it um, to him next time you see him, Charlie. Next time yeah. I see him, yeah. Now, Mark, you're touring. Oh, do we have to talk in, about that? Oh, yes, we can do it in the autumn. Let's see if we can sell a few tickets, and we are, I'm Got sure it. we will. It's an evening. We can talk about my tour if you don't want to talk about yours, Yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah. Instead. We normally do end up talking about my tour yes, when well, we're plugging other people's tours. An now, evening and a little bit of a morning. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, my dear old friend Jeremy Hardy, God bless him, uh, many years ago, he, uh, I do a bit about him in the show, actually. He was, without question, the rudest person I've ever known. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, if I sort of leave out various swear words, he said to me once, oh, your bloody show. Oh, God, you go on so long, you should call it an evening and part of the morning with Mark Steele. So uh, this is sort of in, in his oh, memory, oh, really. Not the nice. show's not all about Jeremy, but that is the, the, the title is. So, yeah, it does go on a bit. It, but everybody stayed except one night in Wales when there was a few people at to... And, you know, they, uh, there was about six, seven people sort of in, in Cardiff, was it? Well, they, they had to get the last to get train. Little, Sorry, Mark, we've got to get the last train. Yeah, yeah that's... So, yeah. <laughs> so you're not, a bit of a... Like, you're not Ken Dodd levels. No, though. the Ken Dodd's Bruce Springsteen uh, approach. Oh, of, I prefer Springsteen. Yeah. I think Ken Dodd used to bring members of his family on to sort of, you know, from between like 1 and one thirty in the morning. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like get, they you're shoot guilty horse, of that. They they oh, down. yes, I haven't brought him on to get... But he didn't need... Someone told me that his, his wife come on and played the violin or something. And, <laughs> What, Ken Dodds? Ken Dodds. Or something like that. Or is you know, I don't know, or some or his neighbour or come on or something. <laughs> but, you know, just to... Although I did, um, I was at this, this lovely old theatre in South End, the mm. Palace Theatre. Yeah, I don't know that one. Lovely yeah, place. Yeah. And uh, I was doing it, obviously, a few years ago, and it was when Ken Dodd was still going. And they said Ken Dodd had been in a couple of weeks earlier, and at the end of the night, he'd gone round and given all the tech, tech staff... He'd given them all 20 quid and said, sorry, it went a bit over tonight. Sorry about that. Don't know how that happened. You know? yeah. Don't know how the oh, thing yeah. that's happened every single night. <laughs> every, night. Yeah. I don't know Known for it. Happened again. Yeah. Yeah. He gave them all yeah. 20 quid. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I did. I played the Palace Theatre. It was oh, an really? evening with Roy McDonough, the former South End United player. Oh, and yeah. it was, uh, he was, I think he's the player who's been sent off more than any other footballer oh, in the lovely. in the history Ooh. of football. Red Card Roy he was known as. And, wow. Uh, he had some quite spectacular. <laughs> he was the, he was he's the 
kind of 70s, 80s footballer from central casting on and off the field, including affairs with a chairman's wife. Oh, no. He's oh, like, like a complete soap opera. He sends <laughs> two footed neck eye tackles and affair with a chairman's now wife. Now, that's going some because if he was playing at that time, yeah. you had to go some to get a red card. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, oh, mean, I saw, I don't know what channel it was on. Well, that, a, there was this a, thing. Is a picture of Roy. We're looking at someone like, now, a Taekwondo champion. The Big Match, they were showing the Big Match, there's some channel. The Big Match Revisited. The Big Match Revisited. And it was um, West Ham versus someone, and someone has absolutely trodden on someone. Never mind Laura James yesterday. This bloke's absolutely Use him as a doormat. Absolutely <laughs> crunched, like <laughs> summing out of Goodfellas. <laughs> and uh, mm. uh, and he got a yellow card. Yeah, lovely. So yeah, to get a lovely. red card, was he going on with a sword? <laughs> he got what? well. He got twenty-two <laughs> red cards. It remains oh a record God. in in That's uh, astonishing. English football. Was yeah, he riding was... a tank? <laughs> yeah, his most famous conquest apparently was pulling a Miss UK finalist with a half a pint of lager and a pound petrol money. Oh, different lovely. times, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> very, very different times. Uh, but go well. and check it. Red Card Roy is the book. I, okay. read it, I read it for our interview, and it's it's it, it's it's quite the experience. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark Steele's with us. Uh, he's going to play celebrity combination. Not even his son hasn't done this. Elliot, fellow oh, comedian. So yes, yeah, it's the yeah, first Elliot time a, a member of the Steelers done it. He's in Edinburgh at the moment. Yes, is he? Is he going I, I've got a friend who rang me on Sunday night at about midnight mm. to say that they'd just been to see Elliot and, oh, you'd be so proud. It was very funny and very warm and very emotional. Wow. So I'm slightly worried that someone's kidnapped him and brainwashed him. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like him, does it? Some sort of, you know, narcotics. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Comedian and Crystal Palace fan Mark Steele is with us in the studio. You can catch him on tour from uh, next month. An evening, a little bit of a morning with Mark Steele right around the country. Uh, at Mr. Mark Steele on Twitter. MarkSteeleInfo.com uh, is the website and uh, you can find out all about tickets. Mark, you are a mm. Palace fan, of course. Yeah, we love so and uh, a couple have come in. Uh, Mateus Franca, the Brazilian. Who mm. knows? I mean, he could be a Brazilian wonder kid. Jefferson Lerma, who's been doing it at Bournemouth. He's not bad business. But... The fact that someone's Brazilian, yeah. that sort of, that, surely your price should be doubled. Well, he's cost, yeah, he's, he's cost you cost you twenty million quid. So yeah. the Brazilian tariff, um, and Wolf's gone. I mean, how are, you, how are you feeling about that? Well, I think that I mean, I Wolf is by far and away the best Palace player there's ever been. Uh, there might have been other players who've who've been better who have come for the last year or something mm. like Lombarda or something, or or players that then went on to become like yeah. Ian Wright or something. But yeah. for, but at, as a Palace player, Wolf is without any question, the best player. Amazing. I, mm. you know, I know, when you support a club like Palace, you don't expect to see someone like that. You might expect to see someone like that for three months until they get sold. But for 12 years, yeah. it's been, been fantastic. The number of times I've just sort of sat there and watched, yeah. watched him go one way or another, and you don't know what way he's going. Literally a defender falling over because he's gone one way and the other, and they've... That's amazing yeah. to see that, isn't it? My favourite moment was a night when uh, Palace beat Arsenal. And I wasn't in the best of spirits at this particular time. And I went to... Uh, it was an evening match. And I went with my son. And I thought, we're going to get thrashed. It's Arsenal. And Palace won 3-0. Uh, this wasn't just 
a year or so ago, mm. 18 months ago, this happened. This was about six, seven years. Palace, uh, Kabai, going Kabai scored a beautiful goal, and it was 3 0. And about two minutes from the end of the game, Wilf had the ball in the corner, and I'm going to see if I can get this right. I think Ozil and Met. Metasaka, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're in front of him. And right in front of where me and my son sit, Wilf got this ball, did a trick that I couldn't work out and ran through the middle of the two of them. <laughs> and then had, you could add an easy cross in where we yeah. might have got a fourth goal. Mm. And instead of crossing it, he put his foot on the ball. So they ran round in front of him and he did it again. No, <laughs> and, I, I, the, and the crowd all started singing, every little thing's going to be all right. Yeah, And I thought... Here's the famous Danny Blanch flower quote where he says, football's not about winning, it's mm. about the glory. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I, even if that even if that prevented a goal, that was so brilliant. Yeah. That. It's an interesting... I mean, I, I think Galatasaray wouldn't have been the top of everybody's list. And with his sense of injustice, I imagine the tackles are flying in Turkey. And the one thing you always had with Wilf, when he was yeah. being fouled, he let referees know it. He felt this terrible injustice was happening to him. And yeah. No one was doing anything about it. <laughs> well, he, he was, was the most... Voice. I think two years running, he was the most failed player in, yeah. in the league. Mm. Uh, and I suppose because a player of that quality playing for a team like Palace, managers often thought, if we can stop Wilf, yeah. we're pretty much, you know, we're, we're 80% of the way to stopping Palace. So, mm. therefore, they would... I mean, they even, didn't Troy Deeney say we, we took turns to kick him? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that, think, yeah, yes. yeah. That's not because right, is it? I saw him sent off while well, I think it was a boxing day at Tottenham. He was just so annoyed about yeah, a couple yeah. of tackles. Yeah. And he ended up getting himself yeah, sent off. Did, yeah. So, I mean, that's why teams did it. Without the fouls, does he learn those skills to avoid the, the fouls? You know, is, well, yeah, way, maybe. Way I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I agree, Gallup, but he was playing the Champions League and all that. But that's it's hard, isn't it, when you support a club? I mean, what would you be like if a Torquay player was amazing and that? Go. They're gonna go. Yeah. Aren't they? Always go. You, you know. You, I think unless you are in the top five clubs yeah. in the world, your players leave you. Yeah. Players only love you when they're playing, Mark. You know. You yeah. listen. You've listened to your Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. They, they <laughs> got it. Them, them and Roy Hodgson. They yeah. got it right. They, go, um, they like course, money. Players at, like money. At Tottenham. We we don't lose our best players. We brick them up <laughs> in a wall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't let them talk to anyone. <laughs> tell California. <laughs> Oh, no. what is it? Coercive control. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't let them. Don't let them look. Just look forward when you're out with mm. me. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't say because it's on another channel, but we don't make a lot of shows like this. But I do enjoy your show, Mark Steele's in town, where you, Mark Steele, go around different uh, towns around all the country and and uh, and perform to the Do people gig, locally. Yeah. yeah, so it's been great fun. So I've done mm. twelve series of this now, uh, and we're going to do another one soon and the idea for people who don't know so I go it started when uh, I'll just mention this to someone earlier today so it started in Skipton you ever been to Skipton? Mm, I feel like I have Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. Skipton is uh, there's a marvellous theatre there which is the cattle market <laughs> okay. literally I went there in the afternoon 240 of Frisian 240 of Frisian these poor cows <laughs> going round that yeah. are, you know not going to end up well out of this and, the, and they leave various deposits and then a bloke comes around and hoses the place down down. Yeah, and then uh, in the evening it's the theatre, and where people have been sitting there bidding for cows in the evening. Lovely. They, they so do- it must still smell. In the oh, evening. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I said go that anyone from Yorkshire if they go to London, we went for London for a weekend, and uh, well, we went to theatre. It didn't smell a cow puck. I mean, <laughs> us, but money back, I mean, it's all very well performing King Lear or whatever. But if you so so the. Um, 
uh, it's amazing thing. And the whole show ended up, or the whole first half ended up being about Skipton. The people were shouting things out about Skipton, and I was saying good. And I asked for an iron, right? I do mm. remember doing a bit about wanting an iron before the show, and it's run by the farmers' union. And the bloke went. Iron? What's that I want iron for? <laughs> like, you soft southern wuss. Coming up here with your demands like Diana Ross. Who do you think that done? <laughs> so, and, I, and I was sort of saying, you know, I was expecting him to say, if that up here, if that wants shirt flat, that gets rum to shit on. <laughs> so, and then they and they were shouting, through, and one, and I said, there was a town called Keithley round the corner. Mm. I've seen there's a town called Keithley. What do you think of that? And it went chillingly quiet. Wow. And this one woman, very precisely, like she was sort of spokesperson for the crowd, she went, Keithley is a sink of evil. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and you thought there's a show in this? I oh, thought yeah. there's a show in this. I thought, yeah. imagine if you did that. Did a whole show about Skipton in mm. front of people in Skip of Skipton, yeah. and I could be as rude as possible as long as I'd done enough research, spent a month writing about Skipton. So I did that, and yeah. then you know, we've done twelve series of it now. Yeah. So I was just saying, yeah, we've got about last year. We've, my favourite moment, possibly. So I went to the Isles of Scilly mm-hmm. and write a show about the Isles of Scilly. And I, no, you know, Charlie. So people talk about, oh, it writes itself, and it doesn't usually, but this did. So. The boat doesn't come on a Sunday, so mm. they just go without things. Or if the boat, if the weather's too rough, you go without stuff. You're, the the yeah. sea dominates your life. Mm-hmm. So bloke who lived there told me he was in a newsagent on a Sunday and there was a holidaymaker in front of him. And the holidaymaker said to the newsagent, uh, I'll have a daily paper, please, mate. And the newsagent went, do you want today's or yesterday's? He said, uh, today's. He said, well, they'll have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> two runnies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I, so I just I just love going around this yeah. place. So we were talking about Linton. Oh, yeah. Where I did. In so North you've been Devon, to Linton. Yeah, North yeah. Devon, yeah. That's one time. of the maddest shows I've ever. We, it, it did go out, but it was hard work. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Because they're obsessed but, with goats. Uh, yeah, well, really. Really, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. I, I did a show there, and it wasn't uh, wasn't my finest one on the tour. Oh, Let's just say that. Are you touring you know? at the moment? I am on tour. I'm yeah. touring the autumn. Thank okay. you, Paul. We're, we're going to squeeze in celebrity gonna, combinations. We're going to squeeze it in. Are we on Marvelous? Squeeze in as quick okay. as we can. It's, here it is. Here we go. Oh. Welcome to Celebrity Combination Lock with your hosts, Paul Hawksby. And lock keeper Charlie Baker. It's pretty straightforward, Mark. A uh, number of people have played. I think you might have the list of some of the people who've played yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. Probably thought your lad yeah. Elliot had played it, but he hasn't. Chloe Pets has kept the Palace flag flying. You noticed there? Yeah, she's a decent uh, player as well. I saw her in a charity match. Well, uh, she did pretty well on the lot. But we have got a combination lot that we need to open, and we've asked various celebrities to do that. Uh, you find you might get lucky here because Blake Harrison, the actor of In Between, has. Yeah, this uh, was uh, incredible. Frame. Um, last week guessed three correct numbers, uh, two of them in the correct. So there's no place. skill in this at all. Oh no, right? it's all no. complete and utter guesswork. It's a really but lame. But don't knock format. the lock, Mark. Yeah, I'm sure he won't knock. If the you lock. knock the lock, the lock gets reset. We have to reset it. Tom Skinner uh, off The Apprentice uh, really knocked it, and we had to start again. It was that bad. 
So it's the only rule: don't knock the lock. So oh, th- um, was he one of the contestants? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and then, nice he, then did he then did he throw the lock down and go? Yeah, yeah. You're going to be hearing from me in the future. <laughs> bosh, bosh. Um, one two oh seven said Blake last week. So one two oh seven. All we need from you: three of those numbers are right. One two. Zero and seven. Three oh, so we're on... Three of those numbers are right. pretty good, yeah. Two of them are in the correct numbers. place. So think about where three of those numbers and two of them in the correct place. It's completely up to you what you do. We'd like you to guess four numbers, Mark. Yeah, the tension builds. Okay, okay. I'm... And, and this, the lock doesn't change. No, 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 no. The lock doesn't change. Unless just knocked. Open. Unless knocked, yeah, yeah. Unless okay. knocked. Here we go. What are you going with? You knock the lock. Okay, well, it, uh, well, obviously one is. I don't understand because if so, if oh, if people in the past have got three <laughs> correct numbers, yeah, and then well, someone else has got three correct numbers, but there aren't three numbers that are oh, the locks. Well, be, the locks been the reset. Lock, the lock was reset. reset. So, so, oh, because of the I knocking would, yeah, thing. I would use, oh, I see. I understand. The, the, I understand. the lock got knocked, Mark. One two oh seven is your template, Mark. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, well, obviously there's a two in there, so yeah, okay, I'm okay. going to go. Yeah. Four, that the two isn't at the beginning because okay. the two wasn't in the right place with Terry. So oh, yeah. the two in the right place. So it's the second numbers of two. Mm. So I think it yeah. is five, yeah. five, two, yeah. seven, oh. Five, two, five, two seven, seven, oh. Okay, oh, let's, that's let's, Mark. So let's put that in. Let's. Uh, we're gonna, five. Here we go. Okay. Two. Two. Yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. Zero. They're the numbers Mark's okay. gone for. Let's put those in the lock, Charlie. Five, two. Two, there's two, seven, yeah. And zero. Oh! That's not right, Mark. Let's find right, out how many right. Mark got right there. Two. Two. Two, okay. And how many, how many in the correct place? Zero. Oh, oh. what a nightmare. Wow. It's so a terrible go. 1207 remains the template. As I said, it's a lame format, Mark, and we normally build it with you've time. You've no... Uh, my competitive yeah, nature well. is such, you've no idea how gutted I am. Well. <laughs> I, <that> is, <laughs> I'm pleased you didn't knock the lock. That's you want the to only come thing back I'm next pleased week. about. Thank go you, and see Mark, Mark on tour. Yes, um, do that. Go and check him out. It's uh, an evening and a little bit of uh, morning with Mark Steele. Go and check him out, of course, on his uh, the returning radio show, Mark Steele's town. Good to see you, Mark. Give our best to Elliot. And I will. enjoy the season at Selhurst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks Thank you. Much. Lots of love. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That's our all unfolded mm. this afternoon. Um, we'll, I'll do it all again with Andy tomorrow. Charlie, you're back Thursday. Yep. Sensation for the birthday spread. Birthday I'm taking. Spread. Um, now you're back. I'm taking a very much a baseball approach. To well, the I beat Max spread. last week. I oh, just had you know. It was like about fighting ball. Robert Hellenius, basically. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm back with Charlie on Thursday, and he's here tomorrow. Do hope you can join us. We'll be looking at the new Burnley documentary, the kind mm. of Burnley Wrexham till I die. All or nothing oh, style. Please, thing. you've compared them to Wrexham. Well, I mean, you know what I mean in terms of the success of <laughs> yeah. the uh, do- documentary. I know what series. you mean. Uh, so, yeah, do hope you can join us. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four pm on Talk Sport. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.